But my point is with friendships, I think that like there's, because I was friends with you, I will always wish you well. I wish you well in mm-hmm. hell. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Just kidding. But I okay. do wish them well. <laughs> yes. Friends by accident. Podcast hosts on purpose. This is what you get when two Canadian women who come from completely different backgrounds serendipitously meet in a Brooklyn apartment. This is Accidental Friends with Aline Degan and Kristen Mandela. This podcast is brought to you by the lovely Viv. They're truly an incredible company that creates eco-conscious period products like pads made of bamboo fiber and tampons made from organic cotton. So if you would like to support us and you are a menstruating person who needs some new period care, head to the affiliate link in our show notes or our Instagram bio. We love ya. Okay, so this is the big question this episode is what happens when you feel like a friendship has run its course? We always talk about relationships, relationships, like running its course or feeling like, you know what I mean, it's reached the end of its thing. But what happens when it's a friendship? Because I think that's kind of a heartbreak all its own. I don't know how you feel. You know what's funny is that I feel like that is such a big heartbreak. Like Totally. I think, and I think it's an underrated I th- one. I think it's a very underrated one. I almost feel more heartbroken when I have – Lost a friendship. Um, lost a friendship or I'm in like a fight with a friend. I'm totally. like devastated because I think I can convince myself about – maybe it's because we like love women so much. Right. That like with men, I can almost like come up with an excuse or like a right because you're like men, like, are, men, men and shit anyway. I'm whatever, like, men whatever. Men whatever. Like, a woman doesn't <laughs> like what I did. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm like, it, I take it really personally. So I think. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be a good hard. one. Yeah, and I think both of us have had experiences with yeah this in different forms. Um, mm-hmm. So let's jump into it. Let's freaking do it. Okay. Um, okay. So I guess like that, friendships. yeah, I think like a great place to start is kind of like, I I guess like what indicates to you that maybe like a friendship either needs, to, I think there's like a tipping point and I don't know if you can agree with me th- with this where it's mm-hmm. like a friendship kind of reaches this precipice maybe where yeah. you feel like you're kind of repeating some maybe toxic patterns or maybe just like not really growing together or whatever and you can either address it and try to mm-hmm. evolve and talk about it or maybe you feel too uncomfortable or you feel like that person's so set in their ways that you instead yeah. feel like maybe it's time to distance yourself because I don't think it's always a, a breakup like it is with a romantic relationship yeah. yes it's kind of usually maybe a fizzling or like a slow a slow death slow burn sense. yeah so I think what it so I have two in my mind friendships that I feel I've outgrown um and not that they were like my best friends or anything, but they were they were friends of mine. And what I find did it for me was that I found myself almost like getting exhausted to just like talk to them or make plans with like them. Like it became laborious. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I also found that honestly, our values were so different. Right. Like so different that I thought – and these were friendships that I had had for a very, very long time, like since I was a kid. And so there was a a part of it there that I was like, oh, but like I've known this person since I was whatever, like 
however old. And like they were at least like 20 years long, I would say. Wow. And so I'm like, it. it's kind of like 15 to 20. So it was kind of like, I don't have that much in common with you anymore. Right. Like the things that brought you together, which is like being in the same elementary school or being in the same middle school are no longer yeah. enough to sustain They're the no longer enough. And it's just kind of like we have very different value systems. And I find – I'm sure you agree with this or maybe. But like as you get older, your time feels so much more limited. Mm-hmm. And, right? <laughs> yeah, like I definitely. just feel – I'm like – if you have I, to – your time is a currency that becomes quite valuable when you get older. I yeah. feel like before I didn't give a shit who I spent time with. Not that I didn't give a shit, but I think like it I think feels I just like wanted you to have be liked. so much of it. And yeah, yeah. you have so much of and it. And I was like, like, I want to be friends sure, with this, this person Friday. and this person. Yeah. Yeah. But when your but time n- becomes more busy, you're kind of like, oh, well, I haven't seen this person. I really would like to see I, – I really want to value. Like you put yeah. more value in t- spending time with people that you haven't seen for a like, long time. Yeah, and you know what's really funny is that over – I find over the pandemic especially – so I've always been the type because I've I've done a lot of like little things. Like I was like in dance and I was in theater and then I played – like I had a lot of activities. So I had a mm-hmm. lot of groups of friends. So I would always get like – my parents would kind of like joke like you ha- – like who are all these people? And I'm like they're just like my friends. Like I have friends like here, like right. my work friends and I have my theater friends and I have this. And then the pandemic happened and I found – not that I don't like talk to all these people anymore, but it just like really zoned in because it was like you had to create your bubble. And it's like totally. who do you talk to? Who are you checking in with? And all of that stuff. And it just really kind of put stuff in perspective that I was like, oh, okay, never mind. I'm like good right. without all of these people. Yeah. Um, it simplified it down for you. Yeah. So like what do you feel? Like what are – how do you feel when you're like – I don't know if this person's for me anymore. Yeah, I don't know. It's so funny because I feel like sometimes, at least how I'm thinking about it, it kind of just happens very gradually where it's like, Mm -hmm. again, that same thing where your time becomes a little bit more valuable and then you realize that you're not really reaching out to those people or the same thing. I think it's really important with romantic or just friendship relationships to like really notice how your body reacts when you're like about to hang out with that person Yeah, because I think it was similar. I don't have like – too many very specific people in mind but like I have groups of people or like kind of yeah I have like a few things that have happened obviously where you're just like oh yeah like that I guess we're not really friends anymore yeah yeah, and I think it really came down to noticing how I was feeling while I was with them noticing like yeah like that not anxiety necessarily built up but like not that like calm I feel very calm and very grounded and very myself with the people that I choose to surround myself with most often agreed and I think there is sometimes a struggle with me and this isn't really so much without growing friendships but growing with friendships where I've felt like um with like because I'm so lucky I have some friends that I've known literally since elementary school like since I was so yeah yeah, we're very lucky that way like our close friends are like I don't think that's a that is very rare right like Like, a lot of friends friends have high school friends and college friends but for my friends to be like elementary school friends is obviously quite rare and there have been times like when I'm going through certain things or when I feel like I'm in like a particularly like kind of uncomfortable growing period Mm -hmm. where I'm like not sure whether my like really old friends will like accept me in like my new kind of you know Mm -hmm. what I mean I mean be able to like grow with me or just like kind of do away with their ideas of past me and -hmm. I feel like that's happened sometimes where I feel like I'm like oh I'm not really that person anymore and I feel like I, I almost divert back to that 
to continue to be with my yeah you know what I mean old friends yeah. just kind of like not play the status quo but just like it's it's how you respond in relationships it's like the same thing yeah. when you go back to like live with your parents and all of a sudden you act like a teenager again and you're like yeah, oh, child, mama yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what you're I like, mean like why am I pissed about this yeah. yeah and I think that's not necessarily like indicative of like outgrowing a friendship but I think it's something that you need to be very cognizant of, of yeah. because I don't think it's super helpful to either people or group mm -hmm. if you feel like you can't be your most like recent iteration of yourself or like you know what I mean like or yeah. who you truly I feel like you are in that moment and that's something that I've had to like notice with some of my like super old friends where I'm like I know that they love me and they accept me no matter what yeah. but in my head I'm like I keep kind of feeling like I revert back to like an older you know what I mean yeah and I will say that I'm like I think it's really interesting, especially when you have friends that you've been friends with for however long that we've had friendships, mm -hmm. like 15 plus years, is that you guys are going to grow. So I, I don't, I don't want this um, episode to almost sound like you guys are not the same person anymore. So like, yeah, like just get out it. of there. Who gives a shit? Yeah, totally. But like, I think that like, I look at my friendships, my closest friendships, and I've had them for like 15 plus years, like since great some of them since like grade eight, grade nine, mm -hmm. high school. And we've gone through very different phases in our lives. Like we've gone through just like different iterations of ourselves, like you said. But I will say too that just because you're different than them or maybe you're on a different path, I found like my friends have like supported me through everything, even though they may not be there with me and, or I may not be there with them. There was like a mutual respect that it's like, listen, like we're in different totally. stages of our life maybe, but like I support you here and you support me there. And I think that's okay. I think it yeah, comes absolutely. down to like when. I think it's also what you get from the relationship yeah. and like what you provide to each other. It doesn't have to just be like, oh, we're really different now. So I don't think we should be friends anymore. Like if right. you're still feeling fulfilled and supported and like loved and feeling like no matter what you guys can just like talk about whatever bullshit, then that's yeah. really fantastic. You know what I mean? I agree. So do you have a friendship? Do you have friendships in mind that you're like, oh, yeah, like, like I have friendships where it's like I thought I, th I think I thought. Uh, like what I um categorized as like a really good friendship I guess uh grew like what my requirements were so I think I like mm. categorized them as being like quite close friends and then you grow up and you realize oh I don't actually th I think we just went yeah. to the same high school and mm -hmm. like we we were in the same social circles mm -hmm. um it's funny though I think it's honestly more it was that was more of like a me not a me problem, but it kind of goes back to my like inherent, like I had a little bit of like that internalized misogyny and I really didn't uh, want to align myself with like a lot of the girlfriends that I went to mm -hmm. high school with. And because I did get along so much better with my guy friends, I was just like, oh, like they're having a pre and they're going to take pictures, like God forbid, and they're going to do this and they're going to do that. Like I would rather go to the guys pre. And then when I didn't get invited to the girls pre after a while, obviously, because I wouldn't go to things. Mm -hmm which is like more than understandable. I was kind of like, oh, like they're being petty when really I was the one that was like not – You were separating I was, yourself. I, I was separating myself and I kind yeah. of wanted to have my cake and eat it too. Like I wanted to be invited to both and then I wanted to choose. I didn't want to yeah. have to choose the guys. Mm -hmm. And everything was like very cordial. Like it's, I, I think they kind of distanced themselves naturally and they also all got along. Like they're all very close. Like we're in each other's wedding parties, all this stuff. And I think that's incredible. Like I'm so happy 
that they like maintained a really strong yeah. like girl group and they like went to like Vegas together. Like they did all this really fun stuff together. But there's a part of me that's like, oh, I really um I didn't really give them a real chance to like see them as they were if that makes sense because mm-hmm. I kind of just like you judge them off the bat yeah and I guess like because our interests were quite different I like let that speak louder than like the content of their character and I think that they all yeah. are really fantastic people I just think it was like my internalized shit that I was going through at the time that like made me feel like I was better than mm-hmm. and now like we're all very cordial and supportive and like from a distance kind of thing it's- it's so funny. But there's just no just friendship like, there anymore. And yeah. I'm like, oh, it's like kind of sad to me that I um, would, would like let that get in the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think if I, if I ran into any of them, it would be a zero issue. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like, there's no yes, hard Yes, totally. It's just anything. your own. It's just like, oh, yeah, like I had friendships with these people and now I, I no longer do. I find it funny that you say that like, oh, my God, they would have been at the pre and they're just going to take pictures when literally last week we went – for lunch and like and just we were like let's together. take some pictures and i know just and that's blah. so funny it's and so, it's like uh, who you are I, yeah now well because i'm not categorizing my shit as cool or not cool it's just based on what i actually want to do and i think if i was honest with myself back then i would have really mm-hmm. liked that i was just so scared of like the judgment from my male peers i honestly was like i, I really wanted their approval and i wanted to be like seen as different yeah. i just i think i really wanted to be seen in general um, mm-hmm. as the person that I was and I don't I think in a lot of my friendships and relationships and in my family like I didn't feel super seen and understood fully and completely which is obviously like it's a very difficult feeling to grapple with when mm-hmm. you're young yeah so I think that was my attempt of like I felt different than yeah. my peers but instead of being like more authentic to myself and just being different no matter I just you was were... different in an inauthentic way because I just wanted yeah. somebody to acknowledge that I was I was different, different, even if that meant putting down women in my circle, like young women in my circle that like were fantastic. Mm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's a Chris. big revelation actually. Oh. <laughs> Do you want to call your therapist and be like, yeah. oh God, hey, my girl. session's not until next week. We She postponed it. God damn it. Damn it. Emergency woman. session. Yeah, seriously. I just had a big revelation on my podcast. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just interesting because I think – Female friendships now are so near and dear to my heart. And I think there was a part of me that was just like, I felt so fulfilled and supported by my male friendships. But at the same time, there was obviously something missing. And I think I outgrew in a way some of my male friendships because they – and now I wouldn't say outgrew. Yeah, I outgrew and now they've transformed into something a little bit different. I still have like my core friends like Tevin and and Mateo who just like – are my core yeah, people no, no matter yeah. it's unshakable my friendship with them yes. but there are other friends where I, I feel like it's much more social it's much more high level who I before mm-hmm. would have considered like my absolute closest friends mm-hmm. um that you know that's just that's just how it goes that's like they natural. you know what I mean like their yeah. their capacity to like fulfill those parts of friendships that I obviously really deeply like need and I value you know what I mean like having vulnerability and intimacy and just like being able to call each other and be super honest and grow and all these different things like that wasn't being filled on my end Mm -hmm. so I wasn't like doing away with the friendship like I still love them dearly and like Mm -hmm. see them socially but you don't look to them in the same way that you used to if that makes sense yeah I also will say, like, you bring up an interesting point, but it's, like, I also will say that there's, like, there's also 
like levels of friendship. Like that of it's course. like not everyone yeah. is your is gonna be your best friend. That's and definitely just true. Because I used you to maybe use that like word very freely before. Yeah. And just because and so like maybe, yeah, you're going through like a I don't really relate to this person, but there's something there. Like there's one girl that I'm friends with and she we knew each other in university and then came back to Toronto and somehow like I think we went to the same gym, so we connected that way. And now we, like, go for brunch sometimes. I mean, she's, like, living her best life. She lived in San Francisco, and now she's living in New York. But I honestly think about her, and I'm like, she is by no means one of my closest friends, and I can guarantee my life that I am not one of hers. Right. But (laughs) we always, for some reason, like, will go for brunch and, like, go for a coffee every time she's in town. And I really value her friendship because she's – very smart. She's like cool. She's funny. She's awesome. She's a great person. Right. But it's like, that's my level of friendship with her. Right. And just because I'm like, maybe you don't know my deepest, darkest secrets, but there's, there's a value. To, yeah. Yeah. Course. There's a value to the friendship there. And I, I would assume that she feels that about me as yeah. well. And so it's just funny that there's like that layer. There's like of a friendship. hierarchy. And I feel like also yeah. you feel weird like demoting people. <laughs> yeah you know what I, I mean know. like people that I've referred to as my best friend forever and I'm like oh yeah like this person they're my best friend but really like what I consider to be a best friend now is so different than like before mm-hmm. it was like frequency of hanging out yeah. you know what I mean it's like yeah I yeah, see them all the time yeah, yeah. they're my best friend and now it's like I have best friends like a... oh coffee didn't kick in that's a yawn um <laughs> I have friends that like live in London UK and like all around the world that like I Instead of considering like, oh, they're my best friend, they're like deeply close friendships. Like mm-hmm. we, um, she sent me this book, my friend Nora, uh, called Big Friendship. And it's basically just oh, like – Yeah, you would actually really love this book. It's fantastic. Um, but it's just like this idea of like actually loving like relationships and friendships like sim- similarly and valuing mm-hmm. them similarly in your life and like understanding that they do need like the same work and effort even if you're like kind of from afar yeah. and it's just like a value that I've really loved but yeah like she has friends that live in London that she sees all the time but when like push comes to shove and the shit hits the fan like we always reach out to each other and we're always mm-hmm. there for each that's other in so this nice. way and it is really nice and I feel like that's something that I value more than just like texting all the time if that makes sense like oh you know what absolutely I mean? yeah 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 Totally. Because those I, are the those are the friendships yeah. that are like that will withstand withstand the test, the test of time. Of time. Yeah. yeah, of course. Totally. Jinx. Yeah. Jinx, you owe me a soda. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it goes back to like those tenants that both of you and I like hold, which is just that like friendships are so enduring and so important in our lives, like as social beings. Yeah. They are so important and I don't think that Mm -hmm. they get the value in terms of like Mm -hmm. how they can affect our lives. Like I talk to so many of my friends. They're like, oh, my friend is like this. Like she always puts me down or like she's in a really weird spot and she's like really like this with me or she's like this and like um, really catty or how she talks about me when I'm not there. And I'm like, that's not a good person to call your friend. And if you were just meeting this person, would you give them the time of day? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And I think we Mm -hmm. need to be a bit more stringent because I do think that you are the sum of the closest people around you. Yeah. And if the people that are closest around you don't treat you with respect and don't have true love for you and you feel like you can be vulnerable with them, I just – I'm not sure why we have such lower standards for friends than we do often for relationships. Yeah. I but it's stickier. Th- yeah. it, as I say it, I'm like, ooh. 
it is it is stickier. a little bit it is a little bit stickier because because you don't have I the platform think, to be like we should break up yeah and also i feel like friends like i feel like with your romantic partners there's like um what's the word i'm looking for it's like you can cut the string right like it's like you can cut the string and then that's it like they're out yeah for the you most know? part for the most part mm-hmm. but then with friendships it ends up like I find they like really intertwine with right. your life. Yeah. And so it's harder to just make like a clean break because then it's like, well, I'm still going to see you out at whatever. I mean, that like if my boyfriend and I broke up right yeah, now. Because you guys don't have intertwining social circles. They would be like, it would be like cut the string. Never see out. you again. Yeah, yeah. Never see you again. Um, but yeah. With friends, obviously with friends, with friends, there's like a lot. Yeah, yeah. There's just like a lot more stuff involved right and there's one specific thing i have this conversation with one of my friends all the time and it's really hard about like outgrowing friendship so i hope she like listens to this and she's like huh interesting but we have a mutual friend that i have outgrown the friendship okay and i believe she is like slowly also getting there but there was like a tipping point for me um last year when i saw her and i just kind of i we were on such different wavelengths we were on such different wavelengths like i can't even and and she was also one of those friends that like i've had for years 20 plus years 25 and so it was just kind of like naturally like a i'll always know her like you know what i mean like we would see each other maybe like once or twice a year blah blah Mm -hmm. blah and it's all great. But we used to like really try to make an effort to like see each other. And there was a moment that I saw we hung out last year, probably like August, September. And we there was just like our fundamentally were different. Truly right. fundamentally were different people. Mm. And because I only see her like once or twice a year, I think it was really natural for me to just be like, I'm out. I'm not like I just have no desire to like reach out or like say Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, like blah blah. Right. blah. We actually haven't spoken since that day. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because it, it was such a it was such a turnoff for me. Like that day that oh, wow. I saw her, it just so what was, was what was sticking. We got out to into you? like quite political conversation. Oh, you went political with the did you, my dear? I you know what? I don't even. It's not even political. It was a human. Oh, I see. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was a human issue. Yes. Gotcha. When people always are like, I don't want to talk politics. I'm like, literally not politics. Literally human rights. It's (laughs) human rights. Yeah. Do you see that TikTok where it was like, isn't it silly that humans are the ones fighting for human rights? Humans can just (laughs) give it. Like, if we were dominated by aliens, (laughs) sure, humans should be, like, going for human rights. But we're humans. We can, of course, give human rights. Yeah. And so we had a pretty, like, deep discussion. And we were such – Yeah. And mm. we were on such polar ends of the what topic. What was the topic? Just tell me. It was about race. Okay. And so Eek. I, <laughs> yeah. And so I was trying to educate her and she was not, like, she wasn't not even remotely it. accepting it. Like, uh. not even a little bit and almost would, like, fight me back on it of, like, why she was right. Okay. And I would try to understand her perspective and be like, I get that that's what you've been taught, but like, let's think critically here. Let's think critically here. Like, stop and think about what you're saying. 
And we couldn't come to an agreement by any means. Wow. And I just thought it like really left a really bad taste in my mouth. And I was like, I I left being like a little bit like shocked almost. Wow. And I was like, I I can't be friends with someone. I who just also can't probably communicate. Yeah, and also probably who communicates in that, in that way as well. Like it's just yeah. not gonna. Like I, I don't. If you hold different beliefs, like that's cool. I mean, but not when they come to. Not not, not for that. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, in general, <laughs> if like right. people hold different beliefs, that's awesome. But like. I think that if you're not even remotely open to discussion or like you just shut down, yeah, yeah. I think if you're fighting for your beliefs, yeah, when they're so obviously wrong, (laughs) right, (laughs) right, then that's when I have an issue, right? Because I think that there's, and I think there was like a quote that was floating around for a while too, where it's like you need to normalize like adapting and evolving your opinion when you're presented with new information yeah like it should be a very normal practice like if you're really dead set and cemented in your fundamental core beliefs i think that's a little problematic because i think you should be completely like obviously again when we're talking about core things maybe not yeah but i think when it comes to like opinions yeah if you are presented with new information i think you should be open enough and have your ego set to the side enough to be able to engage in the conversation and be open to your mind changing. Yeah. Because I think if you're just never – like if you're if you're going into every conversation just wanting to change everybody's mind, you're not really having conversations with people. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And if you're not willing to even address the fact that maybe your thoughts are incorrect. Yeah. yeah. And why are we even chatting? You know? I know. I agree. And so it was that wow. – it was honestly like that moment. I can't believe you guys have like, not spoken at all since. No. I didn't like – Yeah. And it's funny because every year we'll wish each other like a happy new year and mm-hmm. I didn't, she didn't. Right. And I, I don't know if she feels like this strongly, as strongly about it as I do. I'm sure like, she does. About, <laughs> maybe, who knows, like yeah, she might. Yeah, and, yeah. and if I see her now, which I will see her um, eventually soon, yeah, I'll see her at a couple of events coming up soon. Um, I'm not like... Oh my god! Look hey, at her. bitch! Like I, yeah, I am yeah. so. I, I'm not. happy to see her. Like I want her. I want her happiness. Like I want. I want her to like live her best life. But can I be like a friend to her? I don't think so. Right, and that's you know? fine. And it's fine, but it's also like that's really hard. And so that's what I talked to my mutual friend about. Is that like it's really really hard because it's like you have put in years of friendship. Like truly years of friendship. And it's like any other relationship where you're like, I've put in so much of my time. This person knows so much about my life. But when you're fundamentally different, how... Right. Like what what can still be... What's the basis of your friendship on? Time? I know. And that's, I think, a really interesting point because I think, especially when I was younger, it was just like... The, the length of time that I've known someone dictated the strength of the relationship. Yeah, of course. And now I feel like it has some merit, obviously. Like if you still get along with the person you've sure. known forever, like obviously that's going to speak yeah. volumes. But I don't think it's like the only import- – it's, it's not even close yeah. to the only important factor yeah. in a friendship. And I think like in relationships, like when somebody's like, oh, well, I've been with them for eight years. It's like, okay, and? You know what yeah. I mean? I think our life is so – it's so short and it's so long. It's like how people describe parenting where they're like the days are long but the years are short. Like I think that's how it yeah. is with life. And I think – Life is like both the shortest and the longest. And the longest it's the thing. longest thing you'll ever do but and, it like feels so short. Yeah, absolutely. And I think to not surround yourself with people 
that make you feel like Mm -hmm. loved and accepted and again like this is all nuanced because there's obviously complications like you can't just like just like cut out everyone from your life that doesn't make you feel great all the time like that's not what i'm talking about either i'm not talking about like building a bubble around your life i think people that also are able to be honest and vulnerable and say hey you fucked up or this or like calling you out on your behavior as well because they want to see you grow and they respect you that way that's also very important but um I think when you're young, you're like, oh, this has been my best friend since grade one. That means that we're going to be friends forever. And it's like, well, sometimes that doesn't end up happening. Mm-hmm. And that's also okay. You know what I mean? Because but I, it's I not really wasted feel time. For those, yeah. But I do really, really feel for those people because I don't know what – I just think it's like so – like so almost hard. like that person has seen you through – if you guys have been friends for a really long time, they've maybe seen you through breakups. They've seen you of course. through like fights you've had with your parents or something. So it is really, really hard to just be like, you know what? You're not helping me. Like it's almost you give them more of the benefit of the doubt because you're like, you've been there for of so course. many things. It's just who I am now doesn't relate to who you are now. Right. And the trajectory, never mind just now, but like the trajectory of your life and my life is just not the same. Right. So I really feel for people who are like really, truly trying to like almost outgrow their friendships or kind of like change their friendships because I don't think it's easy. My two friendships that I've, I can actually say that I've outgrown and I'm just no longer, it was like a very natural, easy decision for me because it Mm -hmm. just was like. It became very obvious. It just became very obvious very obvious and I was like I just don't want to participate in this friendship anymore at right. all and so I've like even one I've like completely followed off social media oh wow I'm like I just have no desire to she also lives in the states so it's like a lot easier it's not like she's really intertwined with my life yeah that's but, that's totally um, fair yeah it just felt it started to make me feel icky and I was like, mm. uh, I don't. You got to listen to your body, man. Your body is yeah, and so Yeah, I was like, I do tune. not want to be in this. Yeah. And it's so funny too because I think going back to that like length of time thing, it's yeah. sometimes you meet somebody and you're like like how you and I became very close like very mm. quickly and very easily. I literally had a work friend where it's like the same thing where I, we literally had a few shifts together. I was like, I fucking love this person yeah and now she doesn't even work with me anymore we didn't even work together for longer than a few months and we send whatsapp voice notes to each other all the time she's like living in la Mm -hmm. and it just sometimes it just takes no energy and no time it's just like we are so similar or not even so similar but like we get along on the same wavelength so so easily and so quickly that it becomes kind of seamless and i love those kind of friendships too because i think those ones can kind of surprise you and also yeah, like different people can fulfill different things in your life and you could like yeah. just like how you can fulfill different things in other people's lives. Yeah. But I don't know. It's it, it is sad, I think, to think about these like really enduring friendships that like maybe won't stand the test of time. But it's also mm-hmm. kind of beautiful to think that then like, it makes these room people, for new. Yeah, that too. And I feel like that's such a our life is so like ebbing and flowing in terms of mm-hmm. like the stages of life that we're in and what we are kind of going through that it makes sense that mm. our friendships would also adapt and change and grow and sink yeah. and with that you know what I mean yeah I do also think it's so interesting how friendships grow like I look at I don't think I ever when I met you I was like I love this girl but like did I think that we'd become as close as we are oh no I had I, no idea I thought we'd be party I had no friends. Idea. I thought we'd be party friends for sure yeah and it's funny so Tevin our mutual friend mm-hmm I genuinely that like 
you know that there's those like stories of like what's a moment that like changed the trajectory of your there's a TikTok that's like yeah. what's a like what's a story that just kind of like changed the trajectory of your life and all of the stitches to that are like and then now he's my husband and I'm like no no mine is literally when I met Tevin right because moving to New York because Tev was supposed to be there in September and then he just happened to move in in June and I genuinely thought that we would go for dinner one night and just be like, huh, let's just like go for dinner. I don't know anyone else in the city. And right. I genuinely thought it would be a once a month dinner until just I moved to be back polite home. And kind of, yeah, just to yeah. check in and see like, how are you doing? We're, how we're am I doing? We're friends in the same city. Yeah. yeah. Like, are you good? I'm good. Like right. two Canadians living in New York. Let's like just um, catch up with each other. Mm-hmm. I had no idea it would turn into the friendship that it has. And and truly meeting him has changed my life because I'm like, I now have one of my best friends. I have a podcast with that person. Yeah. I play soccer with these friends. Like, it has literally changed my life. And 100%. I think that's a really trippy thing. And I say that because I think I was really open to friendship. I was so open to friendship. So for people that are like outgrowing friends and they're like, I don't know what to do and blah, blah, blah. I think that you'll meet it sounds really like romantic and fluffy, but like I really think that you'll meet people very surprisingly and it'll yeah. just kind of and it'll just kind of hit you and they'll just it'll be just your friend. Make sense. Like yeah, you won't yeah. have to work at it. It's just right. kind of those are my favorite too, where it's kind of yeah. almost romantic in the way that you like fall in <laughs> friendship with each other. You're like, oh shit, I want to spend time with you all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I think I that's think so it's special. Really cool. Yeah, yeah 100%. so shout out Tev. Thanks. Yeah, of course. The, the great connector in all of our lives. The great connector in he all is. of this. He's so wonderful at maintaining friendships. It's something I yeah, really admire. Yeah, he really, really is. Um, but yeah, I think it's, a, I think it's a, a hard thing to go through, outgrowing friendships. I don't yeah, think it's easy. I agree. And I feel... I feel I think it's also spoken people. so much far like so far less about rather than relationships. Yeah. So I think there's so it's like yeah. uncharted waters a little bit. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, do you just do the slow burn? Do you have a conversation with somebody? Do you maybe just like adapt and keep them in your life? But on the sidelines, like all these different things. So and, how would you so if you okay. How would you Yeah, hypothets. How would you outgrow a friendship? Like, um, if you were like, I'm friends with this person and I don't know what to do, let's say they've been in your life for 10 years. Okay. Just to give, like, a date so that right. it's not, like, a new friend that you can be like, ah, oh, fuck off. But, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> not that I'm saying that with new friends, but no, I'm just no, saying. No, 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 but I get like, what you mean. There's less, less put invested. Put in time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it would really depend for me on, like, what were kind of the grounds. Like, if it was kind of just that feeling yeah. that you got, like, similarly that you would experience where it's like... I'm not really feeling very excited to spend time with them. I'm feeling like maybe they don't really understand me. Maybe their communication style isn't super for me. And I'm just getting a little uneasy when I feel like I have to make plans with them or spend time just one-on-one or any of these things. I think – oh, fuck. It's so hard to say what I would do. I honestly think I may try to have a conversation with the person if I felt Mm -hmm. like it could be changed. But I think deep down most people know when – that can happen and when that can't happen, if that makes sense. Like I think there's yeah. people are very good at showing you who they are. And I think it's really important that we believe them. Mm-hmm. So I think if somebody Ugh, has I always love that. Yeah. Well I think it's so true. I think we're like, oh no, like it'll be um, mm, mm, No, it won't. 
believe people when they act the way that they act because that's that's who they are. And I think mm-hmm. it's unfair to also expect change from people. I think if we are to have friendships that are really everlasting, it comes with not unconditional love, but deeply very close to unconditional love, if that makes yeah. sense. I don't think you need to like do away with boundaries and be like, you can walk all over me. I, I love you unconditionally. No, yes, I do think yeah. that you have to have con- like conditions and like boundaries and expectations within friendships and relationships. Mm-hmm. But I think like if if you feel like they won't receive what you're going to be saying mm-hmm. and you don't think it's worth your energy, what I would probably do is like honestly a slow a slow burn. I know that sounds terrible, so yeah. but like I think no. I would just like prioritize them less, check in less, and then like slowly yeah, slowly fade into the background. I agree. <laughs> because I I don't think having like a tumultuous like where where relationships need like a conclusion or at least like a conversation i think friendships Mm -hmm. don't and that makes it easier and harder at the same time you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because there doesn't have to be a conclusive breakup but there also means that there's like a lot more like like nuance and like gray area yeah Yeah. which makes it really difficult so i think like i would probably honestly just like reprioritize who i spend time with and reach out less until like it was obviously clear that if they weren't reaching out either then it would just not we would not be seeing each other anymore i agree um which again, like it's that's just part of life. We can't expect like what what I would now like what I would previously say like oh I have like fifteen best friends or I have like all like the biggest like now I think that group is slowly shrinking and shrinking mm-hmm. and shrinking and like my my close circle that I feel like I really feel vulnerable with and can see like that that true side of myself is shrinking, mm-hmm. and I kind of love that because it just means that I can go deeper with those people mm-hmm. because I don't have the same energy to just like be texting like I'm already not really that great of a texter so like. Which is also like a new thing for me. I feel like I've become really, yeah. Like I, I don't know. Maybe it's not that new, but I, I have definitely become far worse at communicating via text. And now I just yeah, call. I'm not a fan. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just call you if I'm like, yeah, I yeah. haven't responded to your text messages all day. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, yeah. I'm alive. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. I think I would do the exact same thing. Yeah. Because it's like what, because what I don't know. I'm not gonna call and be like, it's- so let's talk. No, so I think like in relationships, like romantic relationships for me, like I need the conclusion. I need like the conversation to be like, okay, cool. And also like I find romantic relationships, like I'm not going to be in that person's life. I don't really care to like be friends with- Yeah, you're not a friend with the exes type of gal. No, no, I'm not. Um, Mm -hmm. But like- I mean, I guess I've like anyway, but I mean, neither am I. It's it's I, I it's not a thing. Yeah, I'm just if not it was friends. like a close friend, it would be harder. Like, but again, yeah, nuance. I mean, I have an I have one that lives in my building, and like if I see him, yeah, I'm that like, makes me yeah, laugh. This is yeah, hilarious. But but he's wonderful. Like, he's, he's so sweet. He's so sweet. Like I have no problem. It's not like we're like texting buddies. Like I never talk. I never talk to him. But anyway, run my it, point is, no, it's not. And but my point is with friendships, I think that like there's because I was friends with you, I will always wish you well. I wish you well in mm-hmm. hell. <laughs> <laughs> I love crying. Just kidding. But okay. I do wish them well. <laughs> yes. Um, and so I find with like a slow burn, it's not as like drastic and like you need to define then what's our friendship moving forward. Right. Like it doesn't like, need I don't to have a have conclusive. To, a conclusion. It doesn't need to have a conclusion because I'm I'm probably happy to see them again. Like I w- probably want to know what's going on in their life. Hopefully they want to know what's going on in mine, whatever. Right. So I don't really feel the need for like a mass conclusion. Yeah. 
But sometimes if they, if they cross like a real boundary, I think that I would. Yeah, for sure. But for yeah, sure. I, I totally agree with you. But it's sad. So we, I am just sending love to anybody out there that feels like maybe yeah. they're outgrowing their friendship. And I think that's a hard thing to come to terms with. It is very hard. Because there's so much love and like time and all this like shared memories yeah. there. But mm-hmm. I do feel like staying in friendships or relationships or anywhere where you feel like you can't grow and be your utmost, most authentic, true self mm-hmm. is just holding you back from people that are meant to be in your close circle. Mm-hmm. So I think you need to make make some room, adjust the I seating agree. plan, you know? So can I share a story of yes, like of course. the other – So I, I explained one of my of friendships that I've outgrown. So I have another one that basically we were like friends in like theater school when we were younger and we became really good friends and she moved to the States for school, blah, blah, blah. And so then we became friends and – I just, I went to her wedding in, it was like, whatever. It was in Chicago. I went by myself because I was like, oh my God, she's getting married. I'm so excited for her, blah, blah, blah. But after the wedding, I just felt, I was like, I don't know. Like I almost like borderline don't think that you appreciated that I even came to your wedding. Mm. And I like spent the money to like fly to Chicago, put myself up in a hotel, Go, right. Like, all of like it was shit. a little bit passive. Like, oh, thanks for coming. Yeah, it felt like, really uh, passive. I'm not from here. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, fast forward and it just – I started to feel like really icky about our friendship. And to the point that like one time she – anyway, I just thought she was – I was starting to believe she was like not a genuine person. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So I just kind of thought, ah, whatever. Like it's – I'm just going to kind of – distance myself like right. I don't need to reach out she's not reaching out to me either so I think this is clean so then last year on her 30th birthday her husband sends a mass text to a bunch of this. us yeah at, about um sending a birthday message and I thought I'm not gonna send one because I haven't spoken to her in years and like we're not friends anymore we're just right not. Like, it would almost be weirder if you did send one it would be very weird like, oh, and I don't have weird? anything to say <laughs> yeah yeah so like, I constantly, hey, happy birthday. I got, How are you? yeah, and I got message after message to this group about like, hey, whatever, um, don't forget to send in your thing. And I'm like, I'm just not doing it. Like it feels, if I think she's disingenu- disingenuous, yeah. then I feel like I'm going to be disingenuous by sending the message. Right. So I just ignored it. And then she ends up messaging me about, hey, I would love to chat with you. I'm reaching out to people that I was really like, Something along the lines of like that she was really close with in the past and she is looking to reconnect with friends that she's had, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? Great. No problem. Like I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So I said a couple days that I was free. She was not available. And then it just kind of dropped off. Okay. Flopped. I was like, perfect. No problem. So in the summer, I remember we were at the- No skin off your back. Like it doesn't matter. No. Like- I don't really care. So then in the summer, I get a message again saying, hey, I'm having people over at my house for when she's in Toronto. Mm -hmm. I would love for you to be there, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I just feel really weird about showing up to your house when we haven't spoken in X amount of years. So I really tried to do the like, thank you so much. I was never mean. I was never like, hey, please, like, we're just not friends. I just kind of was like, hey, yeah, um, thanks for the invite, blah, blah, blah. Like, and hopefully I, I can make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully I can make it. And so, again, she was like, oh, maybe I'll see you then at Christmas. Christmas comes and goes. Obviously, I don't. And 
very recently, she has tried to reach out on Instagram mm. just by like commenting on maybe one of my photos. But I noticed we do not follow each other. Whoa. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't understand what so the thing is. So she's not following you because you don't follow her, but she still feels the need to like reconnect? Yeah. And very so this behavior. is very much a friendship that I have outgrown. I do not wish to rekindle. I just don't care for it. Right. And the way I have played it is that I'm just kind of like. A busy bee. <laughs> a busy bee and like almost like ignoring her requests because right. I'm like, I don't know what we would have to talk about. Right. And I do feel like I'm she almost kinda, like. I honestly feel like maybe she wants to just reconnect so that she can be the one to like. <laughs> yeah. To be yeah. the one that leaves. I don't know. But in the beginning, I used to get really bothered by it because mm. I was like, well, we've been friends for so long. Like, why are we not friends anymore? And blah, blah, blah. And then the minute I got the ick, I was like, oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this doesn't, this no longer like upsets me. This no longer upsets me. I mean, and that's so great. <laughs> this is great, but it's literally like one of the things that it's like, I'm wondering on her end, this is like a prime example of like on her end, I guess she doesn't think the friendship is over. Whereas on my end, I'm like, not going to happen. I don't know. You know? It seems but very strange that she doesn't follow you back. I know. Or that I she mean, doesn't follow, follow you, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. This was I just wanted to share because I was no like, I think that's an I think that's an interesting story because honestly I think that's a very unique you know what I mean yeah. like where, where people are coming from totally different I guess in my head I was kind of thinking of it as like the people are kind of on the same page or like both deep down kind of yeah, know something no. but I guess that's not always how it goes just like how no. breakups don't happen that way too it's Sometimes so you just not how it goes. the shit out of somebody and they're like oh what? yeah <laughs> it's like she for her thirtieth we both turned thirty last year so for her thirtieth everybody was like expecting a birthday or she was expecting this like birthday thing but i mean she didn't message me on my 30th so right it, it's very like one-sided almost like pick and choose yeah it's totally it seems when, very when, it's, when it's for her side yeah 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 so i'm like ah, oh, that makes it it makes it easier to, to just like not respond totally. distance and just kind of let it all fly under the radar yeah i think i think you played that similarly to how i would yeah, that's a real-life example of outgrowing a friendship. Truly. I honestly love this conversation so much. Anytime that we talk about friendships, I think it's so important just because I think – I know, me too. They don't get given the uh, – The, the, the airtime. The airtime. Yeah, exactly. They, they don't get given the airtime that they deserve. I Because I, I do think that it matters so much who you surround yourself with in life. Mm -hmm. So I just want that to be the takeaway is that it is okay to outgrow friendships. It is okay to evolve past friendships, yeah. even if you've known them your whole fucking life. If they are not good people to you and they don't serve you and you feel super anxious when you're about to hang out with them, you should listen to yeah. your body, sit with it. It will be upsetting. You will have to grieve. But that yes, doesn't mean I that agree. it's a good enough reason. Just because it'll be hard doesn't mean it's a good enough reason to stick around because, yeah, at the end of the day, I think we are the sum of the people that we surround ourselves with. So listen mm -hmm. to that. And I actually had a friend that told me that um, we went out for coffee and he was like, write down the six people that you would say is your closest circle that, that you are the sum of those six people like are you yeah do you truly love respect and do they truly love and respect you mm -hmm. and if not i think you need to reevaluate and i was like holy shit mm -hmm. i've never really thought of myself being the sum of the people that i surround myself with but it makes yeah. absolute perfect sense it makes absolute sense so and i that's think that's your homework that, like, for today listeners <laughs> that's your homework <laughs> Write down your but i do think people. that you really need to grieve of course i think that's something that's like not talked about that it's like you really really need to 
it's a grieving process to grieve your friendship. Like, I don't think it just cuts and you're like, ah, whatever. Oh my God. Yeah, absolutely. So we're here with you. Yeah. Because if I, uh, if I lost you or like any of my close friends, I'd be sobbing inconsolable for a really long time. Many moons. Many, but I ain't many going moons. anywhere because I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry for that one. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was a loud one. I like that. Um, okay, well, that I love you a- so much. I love you. And if you and- ever, you know, feel a little whatever, I will. Pr- I promise to tell you, and we will grow together. Okay. We will grow and blossom into a beautiful flower. Together. Tree. Yeah, perfect. Beautiful. Anyway, yeah, someone cut me off. There's yeah, little yeah. dealies in my car. <laughs> that's that. Okay, that's, well, I love you lots, dude. Love you. Um, thanks for listening, folks. This has been Accidental Friends with Aline and Kristen. This podcast was created by us and produced by Chloe Jackson. Thank you so much for listening. You can check us out on our Instagram at Accidental Friends Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe, share, and please leave a review. We really appreciate those reviews. We actually call each other and read them out to each other, and it's really They're wonderful. really stinking cute. Um, so we love you so much, and we'll see you on Thursday. Bye.